Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Wake Up Wednesday. My name is Emily Farabaugh, and I'm with Celestial Mind Coaching at Health Clinic in Tucson, Arizona. And I'm here with the other fabulous confidence coach, Miss Jamie. Will you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Jamie. Um, I own Unapologetically Enough. Um, we do confidence coaching, online courses, and stuff like that. Um, and we're going to be talking to you today leading up to the holidays about managing others' expectations during holidays. So do you want to give our little like intro yep. for the podcast? Let me go ahead and do a public service announcement and saying that Jamie and I are life coaches and none of our information that we share on our podcast is considered advice or substitution for therapy. If you need resources, please just ask and we'll be more than happy to direct you in the right direction. Awesome. So we can kind of head into our subject. I know that's a big one kind of going into the holiday season. Um, we're recording this a couple of weeks, probably before this will launch. Um, but as we lead into um, Halloween, we lead into um, the bigger holidays like Thanksgiving, winter solstice, and then Christmas, Hanukkah, um, any of those things that you guys celebrate around this time of year. Um, <clears throat> and most of us... Um, I mean, I've had clients too, like have come in and what could potentially be a opportunity to bond with their family and have um, good conversations and food and all the fun and the parties. And so that it ends up being this drama fest or this resentment. And it's like they almost subconsciously, sometimes consciously too, they dread the holiday season. Have you seen that, Emily? Mm -hmm. I have seen that. I've also seen it where families are estranged and once they marry into another family, all of a sudden, you know, the wife's side of the family is all about having syndigs and family events and the husband's family is completely against these things or even two wives, two husbands. I've seen that as well. But usually what brings everybody together, thankfully, most of the time is the great food and children yeah to be honest <laughs> yeah I mean that's just like a big and we'll get back into that like that's a big why of maybe why you're there the memories that you you might not necessarily like a certain family member or you don't like the comp the conversations that they they try to engage you with or whatever but I mean those memories for your children um are I think that we can all agree are super important to um the building aspects of their their childhood and stuff like that being able to see oh. family along being even you'd be able to see like your example of conflict resolution even if you don't jive in the environment that you are put in right okay. we so talked I mean, about the last this thing you want is for your children to have memories of their holidays where everybody's at each other's throats i mean granted it makes some great hilarious movies like the real Connor moms but yeah. in real life <laughs> That's no, a lot of stress. Really wants to remember. <laughs> yeah, like we don't go into like if last year we have or we have a family tradition of just having like a fight every like uh somebody throwing the turkey at somebody like we're not gonna really <laughs> necessarily want to be like oh I remember that we have trauma like there's PTSD there like <laughs> like whether you're triggered by turkeys now or just like conflict in general. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, it's like you can cook all day and all night for a week, and then your children want to eat rolls. Yeah, so, I mean, that's part of the that's trauma. And PTSD itself. 
No, really though. It's like you, um, but you're not going to want to maybe go into that environment next year. You're going to be a little apprehensive and be like, I don't know after what happened last year, if I want to be involved, whether like you have a funny, like, uh, not curiosity, but kind of like, like, I always like to make light of things and joke and stuff like that. Because it, mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, they talk about dark humor and trauma or whatever, but I mean, I'm not going to say that's not there, but I no, definitely, there's enough memes out there like, <laughs> flat out say, the more trauma we have, the more darker coping skills. Yeah. Like, come out I'm, I'm for it, there. but I'm like, it helps me make light of situations that could have broke me. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so okay. I, I like it, but you have to figure out what works for you and everything like that. Right. And honestly, the first thing to think about when it comes to going into anything, whether it's a holiday event or a different, any date that is different, you need to remember going in with a blank slate. Because honestly, if you go in with any sort of expectation or a lingering memory or anything along the lines of that does create that apprehension, you're going to manifest that. You're going to go in with this discomfort in the first place, and then you're going to be easily triggered. Yeah, you're going to, um, you're expecting it to happen. So therefore, like your brain likes to be right. And it's going to actually mm-hmm. create that scenario, right? Whether well, you say something that puts them off. Definitely a thing. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, let's say situations in my own life, like I, if I felt something would be hostile, I literally mm-hmm. have made comments that I'm like, oh, I made that hostile. <laughs> Right. And then I'm wondering why they responded that way. Well, I was expecting that reaction because I created that mm-hmm. scenario, right? Correct. Is that kind of hard for a lot of people to take responsibility for that they're that powerful? Yes, it's really actually a big challenge for a lot of people to take accountability for their own feelings and how they act or behave and what their role is in certain scenarios. And that too, and they're not always the victim, right? Sometimes they're the villain or the instigator. There are a lot of people that are the instigator and that really comes into that apprehension of, okay, well, maybe they didn't actually say this this way, but I took it that way because I'm already expecting them to be snotty. Yeah. So I got on the defense and that spurs that conflict. Yeah. I mean, we feel energy. We feel when people are hostile, like even if they don't see anything, like you're showing up different, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Body language, words. Yeah, they're kind of like words, loud words, lack of eye contact, certain words too, right? Or yeah, lack of eye contact, looking down, like you might huff a little bit, right? Verbal and nonverbal cues. Yeah. More often than not, you know your family pretty well. Well, I think too, if you're like inching towards that turkey that you threw last year, they're going to be a little bit like, oh man, get out of this room. Like, <laughs> I mean, we usually wait until everybody's eaten before you send the turkey them out, and then we start throwing that to do. <laughs> But that's the way to do it, right? Mashed potatoes are clean. Like you can clean that up. You're good. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, it's like I have to be totally full to be willing to waste food. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Or get it on camera at least. I guess. Right. I mean, also the things we don't like, like keys, those those projectiles, no problem. Yeah. So um. With the whole topic of managing others' expectations during holidays, do you realistically feel like we can do that? No, I don't feel that you can manage anybody else's expectations except your own. Yeah. You can take into account previous experiences, but honestly, if you want to have a good evening and you want to go in hoping for the best, 
of whatever the situation would be, go in with a blank slate. Yeah. And that will allow you to not only not be on the defense, but also reflect when somebody else comes in with a chip on their shoulder that you didn't put it there. Yeah, it wasn't yours. Um, I think too, like for me, it's like, let's say you haven't seen your family. Like, I mean, I see my family pretty regularly, but there's a lot of us who, whether it be distance or just hard feelings or life in general, we're not seeing our family except on the holidays, maybe once a year type thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. did I, did I allow that person that year of growth that they had, or am I holding them at the same level they were last year? Good question. Right. That's a huge one for me. I just was like, I'm, I'm discrediting. Well, they say like, and maybe this is a topic we can go into after this one is they say that our family has a really hard time seeing us for anything other than what we were as children because that's who they know us as. And so sometimes they discredit or don't see the growth that we've had the last, I mean, into adulthood and some of that, right? It's possible. I think that really depends on your family. Yeah, and their growth mindset, right? But we'll always see you as, you know, a child. And then there are others that embrace the fact that you mature as you get older and want to know you more as a peer than a child. Yeah, I think there's different- going to depend on- Dynamics. That relationship. Yeah. Um, but percentagely wise, it's a large, it's hard for us to see people other than how we've seen them. It's like, I think challenging to ourselves. Cause if that person is potentially there's like a 10 year gap in there, you're not going to know anything about that person in the last 10 years, unless you're cyber stalking them. Yeah. Or, especially if you haven't seen them up along the way. Yeah. You only know what you, what you've experienced. Yeah. Honestly. Which and... truthfully is a blessing because then you have a lot to ask about. You can be curious about their lives. You can be interested in what they've been doing since they've been gone or you've been gone. I think that's maybe the next topic that we go into the next um, podcast with is how to do that. Sound good? Sounds like a plan. Okay, so I'll see you later. Uh, Do you want to reference how uh, clients can find you to work with you? Yes. If you guys are looking for professional life coaching, you can contact me at Desert Health Clinic in Tucson, Arizona. Or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Celestial Mind Coaching. Awesome. And then you guys can find me in the link below that we'll have um, for confidence coaching or boundary setting, anything like that. Um, We have that up on our website and I'll see you later. All righty. Take it easy.